Welcome everyone to episode two of Things That Move Me, the podcast about inspiration. I'm your host, Ali Khan, and I'll be your guide on this adventure. Every Tuesday on the show, we'll take a detailed look at inspiration, the moments that move us and why they do so. Inspiration can come in many forms, film, television, books, history, music, the list goes on and on and on. We'll be looking at every one of these forms and many more. Each week on the show, I'll give you a little bit of context to that week's form of inspiration. I'll explain to you why that form of inspiration inspired me. And I'll give you, the listener, some key takeaways so you can take that form of inspiration into your everyday life and pass it on to others so that an ever-growing number of people can join us on this exploration of inspiration. This week on the show, we've got a very special form of inspiration for you. We'll be talking about the greatest love song ever written, with or without you, by you too. So buckle up, strap in, and join us on this exploration of inspiration. I remember hearing the song first as an undergrad uh, I think I had probably come across it before that point but as an undergrad was when I kind of I think properly appreciated it for this first time and I think part of the reason for that was I was deeply in love with a girl I was doing a play with at the time and I remember <clears throat> I remember hearing the song play on I want to say it was some sort of, you know, um, streaming platform um, and it just lit my heart up, you know. Um, it was perfect. And I think it, it was it was it was it really captured what I was feeling in many ways um, because my interpretation of the song um, was it was about sort of taking a chance on love versus the possibility of rejection. So you're sort of weighing up the success versus the rejection of taking a chance on love, right? And in some ways, with or without you, I think really captured the summary of what love could be, what it is, both from a kind of an idealistic and a practical perspective. Now, I think it's 
important at this juncture to remind the uh you the lovely listener of how much in love i was with this girl who i was doing the play with um you know it was one of those situations where um you sort of you know the chemistry was through the roof between us and you know she'd walk into a room and and things would start moving a little bit in slow motion you know and there was a sort of a a sense of all of my senses being sort of deeply heightened um with with this girl and and sort of with the with with being around her presence that every single element of the room every single element of the world was suddenly um you could just feel it in a, in a, in a deeper sense and i remember really sort of um feeling that sense of, in many ways of coming into my own as a um kind of coming into a new a new phase as as a as a romantic individual really feeling my own inherent beauty and attraction on a new level for the first time and sort of feeling a sense of uh one of my one of my best friends um uh vittorio describes this a little bit interestingly which is sort of like feeling that light inside of you just shine that bit extra shine that bit extra brighter uh, shine that bit brighter rather and that was kind of the sense i was feeling at the time of just feeling electric in a new way and with or without you particularly the live versions though there's a great live version from boston in 2001 from milan in 2005 and indeed london in 2018 and those versions really capture some of the more magical elements of this song and the kind of technological brilliance of it for sure but i think the live versions in particular um really capture a sense that really capture a sense of um magic in the air um really capture a sense of um romance in the air and really capture i think some of the raw emotion that comes with uh, this song so let me dive into some of the examples of this um Bono himself in interview has described this song as an unusual construction, very much a sonic adventure. And there's some there's some key parts of this song that are very, very interesting. So you have the kind of concept of sort of infinite guitar that the edge in many ways um, pioneered. Uh, you're talking about sustained guitar parts played by the edge. Uh, with a prototype of this infinite guitar concept. And I guess what, what, what The Edge is trying to, to put across here is this idea of sort of this sort of booming, resonant sound that you two have come to be known with that fits so well with in stadiums, but also gives this sense of, a, of, a, of an eternal song that sort of continues to resonate. And that's kind of why I, one of the reasons why I think With or Without You is such an interesting song because anytime you come back to it it's sort of like a story that never ends you sort of just pick up where you left off with it which is incredibly interesting um and i think so the song originated from a demo recorded in late 1985 um and the group 
continue to work on it throughout the Joshua Tree sessions. Um, ostensibly, it's a song about troubled love. The track's lyrics were inspired by Bono's conflicting feelings about the lives he led as a musician and a domestic man. Now, the, the, the other aspect of this, I think, that's really interesting is that piece that Bono talks about and that kind of conflict or that feeling of being torn. Now, undoubtedly, you have that feeling resonating through the song. But the other sense of it that I really get is this idea of sort of loving someone so truly, but there being the element that it quite it doesn't quite work out. For whatever reason, the two of you can't be together. The love that you share can't quite or doesn't quite work out. And, you know, I think many of us have been in that have been in that kind of scenario at one time or another in life where we may be in love with someone in a deep, deep way, but for for whatever reason, it doesn't quite work out. It's nobody's fault. It's no big deal. But the beauty of those moments is that that love that you shared as individuals, it's sort of captured in a very magical way, um, which is wonderful. But I think one of the things that Bono captures is very excellently with the way he performs the song is the conflicting lives the conflicting feelings he mentions about the lives he led as a musician and a domestic man for sure but also that con that sort of anguish of wanting to be with someone um it can't doesn't quite work out for whatever reason and you have to be without them but the anguish is somewhere between those two lyrics right somewhere between with or without you Somewhere in that or is that kind of anguish and that pain. And the way Bono acts that song, and particularly the sort of cry of anguish you hear throughout it, really captures that sense and really captures that anguish. And I think if you look at some of those live performances I mentioned to you, you literally have instances of Bono writhing on the ground, feeling that anguish and really performing this song in a very special way. It's many ways a deep reflection of what is, what could be, and sadly, at certain times, what cannot be. It's unmistakable as a song, because like you're listening to it, and the minute that bass kicks in, the minute Adam Clayton gives you that bass guitar, the minute Larry Mullen Jr. starts bringing the drums in, and when that vocals kick in, when those vocals kick in, you know where you are almost immediately. Edge brings you kind of on some sort of sonic adventure with the infinite guitar and Bono brings you up and down in the emotions of it through his cries of anguish and his performance of the lyrics. The other side of this that I think is really interesting is, is there's a certain part of the song where Bono and the Edge in particular do this, do this sort of piece where they sort of you can see this in the 2018 version in particular, where Bono asks Edge to take it home. And then Edge comes in for the final piece of resonating, bombastic infinite guitar. And the song is sort of brought home. The anguish is brought forward one more time. But there is a resolution to this anguish. Because the, 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 the Bono asking the Edge to take it home is sort of, in many ways, a decision. That, look, Sometimes things don't work out, but you move forward as best you can and you take it home. 
but never forget the beauty of that love, the crystallization of where that love is. And like on a personal level, I really feel that because, you know, while it didn't quite work out between myself and that girl who I was madly in love with um, while I was uh, an undergrad, it always sort of lives on in a beautiful sense. You know, there's a sort of a crystallized, um, it, it lives almost in this beautiful rose colored crystal forevermore. And, and that in and of itself, anytime I think about it, anytime I hear this song, just brings a smile to my face. And look, you never know. I mean, life is life is long and wonderful. You never know what could happen in the future. But I think it's important to appreciate these beautiful moments of love when they happen. And if they don't quite work out, to never look at them with any sort of tinge of regret. Because at the end of the day, it's another strand, another feather of life. You know, it's another strand of, of life's complexities and it's another layer and it should be treated as such. And that truly is something beautiful and something lovely. And I think an appreciation of that and the self-compassion that goes with that gives you the courage to, to, to pursue this adventure, this mad adventure that is love. The other element I want to talk about with regards to you 2 and the band is, is the activist element, because... U2 as a band is, is, is sort of genius, but not because of any one individual, but because of the composition of the group. You have uh, Bono, the, the activist, renegade, rebellious individual who will not beat to anybody else's drum but his own and but the bands. You know, that courage to transcend and to, to, to sort of, if you look at the environment in which they were coming up with in Ireland in the 1970s, it was a lot more conservative, a lot more stifling than the Ireland we have today, which thankfully is far more liberal and far more open. And Bono's capacity to sort of be that renegade, be that rebel and have that humanitarian activism in him as well is a phenomenal con uh, combination rather. And has sort of allowed you to as a band to transcend in ways it otherwise might not have. You then have The Edge, sort of a mad genius who, um, you know, is, is, is a guitarist way ahead of his time and as a sort of like constructed and artistically, creatively built new continents that have been explored by subsequent artists after him and then you have Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen Jr essential genii a, a part of this 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 canvas they too um you know straddle activism and art they're unafraid to be themselves and 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 what you watch when you put this band together, what you see is a band that is self-actualized. And it's truly inspiring. They have the courage to be authentic, to be rebels, to be promoters of Irish art and artistic endeavor as well. And and the wonderful thing about you two is you can listen to songs like With or Without You a million times and you'll get something new each time. And in many ways that's because of the depth of art of art, but also the depth of the people involved. 
And so what will I say as a kind of a closing takeaway for this uh, wonderful piece of culture that has truly, truly inspired me? What I would say is have the courage, dear listener, to love and to live in love. Have the courage to be truly vulnerable enough to love. It does exist. And it's magnificence in terms of the electricity of that lightning bolt that you that you ride with that other person. It's unparalleled. And if you take the ride, you too may enter Olympus. You too may ascend to the very peak of Mitikas. So again I say, dare to live, dare to love. The fall, if you fall from Barak's shoulders, could be more steep. Indeed it could be. But if you stay upon those shoulders and ride to the very height of Mitikas, your love will be put among the gods forevermore. <laughs>